Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hola, welcome back to the show on this spectacular spring day. Joining us right now is Governor Ned Lamont, who makes the top 10. Governor Lamont, congratulations. You made, I think you tied with Sarah Huckabee Sanders for, for Arkansas for being top seven in, in the seventh position of the most popular governors right now in America. Congrats to you. Well, thank you, Judge Wexler. Uh, <laughs> um, tied for seven, that's a great epitaph. Anyway, I hope it means that people feel positive about what the state's doing and where we're going. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it was over, I think you have like a 61% approval rating, Governor. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. You know, pretty good. Congrats to you. So right now you're in the middle of the session and everybody is chatting about, I am anyway, the sausage being made and the back and forth and the taxes. And I guess it seems like from the headlines, you're not terribly happy that between appropriations and finance, they haven't really balanced what they have to spend versus what they are going to be raising. And you want to see your tax cuts more evenly distributed across the board. So tell us about what happens right now from your point of view as this legislative session is happening. What do you do right now with all of this? So, as you know, Lisa, um, you know, Two plus months ago, we submitted a budget that was um, in balance that included um, big commitments to uh, daycare, child care, Yukon and um, other facilities and included the biggest middle class tax cut. And it was in balance. And then um, all the committees, um, you know, uh, meet over the last uh, couple of months. They have a lot of asks. All those asks go to the Appropriations Committee. And the Appropriations Committee, you know, they have different priorities, but, you know, we were close, all within the same um, zip code, which was good. And uh, then it goes to finance, or finance at the same time says, this is how we're going to pay for it. And right now, the money being raised by finance is not quite as much as the money being spent by appropriations. And that's when I step in again to make sure we have a balance. And, and how do you do that? Are you meeting behind closed doors with committee chairs? Like, what happens now? Well, literally, what happens? I think that uh, Jeff Beckham and OPM is are meeting with both um, 
the appropriations and the finance folks. This will happen over the next month. The biggest thing that's still outstanding, Lisa, is um, revenue projections. Sometime in the next 10 days, we're going to see whether um, uh, our revenues, that sales tax, income tax, capital gains, look stronger than we had anticipated or not as strong. And uh, if they come in a little stronger than we had anticipated, that might give us um, a little more cash so we can – I said my priority is to do a little better for the uh, not-for-profits, but that will be part of the final discussion. Okay. We're chatting with Governor Ned Lamont. Governor Lamont, one of the things that has been causing the most angst on my program has been a slew of housing bills that have been coming from uh, the legislature. One of them is called Fair Share. Another one is the one that has the desegregate Connecticut banner sort of on it. And these really... uh, I will tell you that when you came back from Houston and you said what you said, which was how ugly it is, I laughed because I happen to know and I shared with my audience that Houston is one of the only cities in America that has no zoning whatsoever. And the reason that everybody thinks Houston is ugly, you're not the only one, everybody thinks Houston is ugly, (laughs) is and it is ugly, is because the land use over time has been such a hodgepodge. It's industrial, next to commercial, next to residential. Nobody really has to conform with anything. They do whatever they want. They maximize whatever they want on their lot. And that's what it starts to look like over time. And we in Connecticut, we we love our zoning here locally. We love our local town control. I mean, I shouldn't say we. A lot of us really appreciate that towns have control over growth in their town. It isn't always perfect, and it doesn't mean that it can't be improved, but basically it's local control. And a lot of what's been coming down from Hartford via the legislature will shift that control over to Hartford. Now, you've said publicly that, generally speaking, you believe in local control. I want to ask you, Governor Lamont, if the fair share bill is put to you, will you sign it? I, I got to see what's in the bill, but I, I, um, I'm with you on this, Lisa. I believe in uh, local control. I believe in local control when it comes to housing. I believe in local control when it comes to education. Um, and um, we have built more housing in the last year than any time uh, this century. And I'm doubling down on incentives to uh, get more housing. And that's not um, just affordable housing, but it's also workforce housing. So there are places people, um, you know, singles can live and uh, keep our job um, core growing. Um, so I'm urging all of our municipalities to step up and tell us where they'd like the zoning to be. I prefer that it be um, in downtown areas. I prefer that it be uh, next to, you know, transit stations so people don't have to be wedded to a car. And uh, most of the towns are stepping up, and I really appreciate that. They're going to take the lead. I have a question from you for, from a listener, and it's a little bit involved. I'm going to try and make it not so involved, Governor Lamont. But it has to do with this thing called the new AUD law, speaking of housing, right? So that has to do with these accessory dwellings. And basically, she's very upset because she says that they spoke to the state, and what they want to do is they want to have an accessory dwelling in their single-family home but they would like to have it with a family member living there who would be able to have a Section 8 voucher because that family member is poor. And what they've been told by the state is that a family member cannot rent to another family member with a Section 8 voucher. 
Now, I don't know anything about this, Governor Lamont. I'm only literally reading you from what this listener is saying. But she wants you to know that she thinks that that's not a good policy because she thought the policy was to encourage more of these accessory dwelling homes and keep families together, even poor members of a family together. That's what she wants you to know. Do you know anything about this? Well, first of all, um, we, we put forward policies to say, look, um, uh, accessory units, that garage apartment, whatever it might be, um, if you make that an affordable unit, maybe deed it that way for, say, 10 years, uh, that should count in terms of affordable housing. And it doesn't get you into all the not-in-my-backyard stuff. The thing is already built, and we can provide a lot of housing for uh, teachers and other folks in the community. Um, whether it comes to whether you use federal money to subsidize uh, a family member in your house, that sounds a little complicated to me, Lisa. It was complicated to me, too. I thought, you know, but I wanted you to know that this is a complaint coming from a constituent who feels like the policy as being administered right now, that it should be looked at. So I'm just letting you know, because this is a relatively new law, this ADU law. I think it only came into effect last year. So just letting you know. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Uh, we're chatting. Yeah, I wish more towns would take advantage of the accessory units. It's a great way to um, find housing for uh, you know workers and folks that live in your community so they don't have to drive in from out of town. We're chatting with Governor Ned Lamont at 203-333-9422. Joe from Milford, you're on the air with Governor Lamont. Hello and welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Um, Governor, first I'd like to say that uh, I think you're doing a wonderful job for the state of Connecticut. I love the state of Connecticut. Um, and I just want to ask, is there any plans to stop taxing the retirees since I'm one hey, of them? Joe, thank you. Um don't move. We want you here. We've yeah, uh, eliminated. Um, right. I don't want you. We've eliminated the tax on pensions and 401ks for folks earning up to a hundred thousand, and now we're working with the legislature to see if we can um, up that threshold a little bit to make it uh, easier for you. And um, secondly, um, you know, we've got we've proposed the biggest uh, middle class tax cut in history, which will reduce people's taxes. Uh, you know, twenty. 10 to 20 percent in that same uh, range. So we're trying to make this state every little bit we can to make it a little more affordable. Is, that, is there a, a time frame on that, like two years, three years, five years? or? Uh, well, first of all, on the uh, pensions, that's already in place. Right now it's up to 100000 in terms of uh, joint income. 
And I, I think working with the legislature, that number may go up a little bit. So there's no tax at all on pensions and 401ks in those categories. And um, I'm trying to get my tax cut through the legislature right now. So I'll report back to you in six weeks. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Uh, all right, Governor, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Okay, I've got a couple of other uh, of issues here, Governor Lamont, ready? One of them is that you have proposed, uh, which personally I, I love this idea, that the state of Connecticut will do lights out in spaces in which the state of Connecticut controls the building between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m., at least during the months of migration of birds, because the birds are dying by the millions a year, and our light pollution is a major contributing factor. Do you have any idea about whether or not that bill is going to make it into law? I got to confess, Alisa, I didn't know anything about that bill. Let me look into it. But um, A, it sounds like it saves electricity and it saves birds. So it seems like a double winner to me. It saves the state $2.7 million a year in electricity costs. And what the reason that people are heralding it, and I'm a big bird person, Governor Lamont, like big, big on the birds, um, is that it is a step in the right direction so the state of Connecticut can set an example so that maybe other commercial spaces and towns can say, oh, look, the state of Connecticut is doing it. We're going to follow also. I'm with you, Lisa. That makes really good sense to me. We'll report back and tell you the status of that in the legislature. Okay, good. That's one. Then there's another environmental bill. I have to make you know, you know, you may not know about all these bills, but there's another one. So one of the one of the issues in Connecticut, you know how much we love our raptors, our bald eagles that are coming back, all the nature that is coming back, is one of the problems is that a lot of them have died. About 30 have died alone in the last year because they eat mice and the mice have these uh, rodenticides. They have these poisons in them because the way people catch mice nowadays is they don't really use traps the way they used to. Instead, they feed them a poison and the mouse trails out with the poison in them and the eagle thinks, oh, that's a live, healthy ma- my- mouse, eats the mouse, and then two animals are killed, the bird and the mouse. So there was a proposal to ban these rodenticides, but in committee, it uh, it's sort of changed to allow the insecticide companies to keep using it. And this is sort of a pet thing of a lot of people who care about the environment. We would like to see these insecticides banned, these rodenticides. So I'm just letting you know. I don't know if there's anything as a governor you can do about it, but it's very important to those of us who really care about keeping our environment as pure as we can. Uh, I gotta say, I don't know much about that one either. I love eagles, but I don't love rats. So um, there must be I something know what you we mean. can. Yeah, I think there more. There, aren't there more eagles today than we've had in the last generation? Isn't that good news? It is good news. It is. We just want to keep the ones that are here alive. That's all. I know yeah. it's a balance. I know what you're saying. We're chatting with Governor Ned Lamont. So, Governor Lamont, uh, tell us a little bit. So, I know that the tax cut is very, very much on your mind, and that is the very big, overwhelming thing. What will happen to our tax returns at the end of this session if you get what you want? How different will it be for us as Connecticut taxpayers? Uh, Lisa, it means that uh, starting um, first thing next year, you'll save about $50 a month. 
And uh, given the high price of gasoline and eggs, um, makes life a little more affordable. And also, uh, what I like is it sends a message. You know, this is a state that constantly was, um, you know, raising taxes every few years, and uh, we got a reputation. And uh, today we were the, you know, we haven't raised taxes in the last four years. Now we're actually giving a tax cut. And people are noticing, you know, businesses that are thinking about where they want to expand are saying, I like it here in Connecticut. Or our phones are beginning to ring saying, maybe I'll take a second look about moving to Connecticut. Tends a signal about what type of a state we are. We want you here. Yeah. Are you, um, are you settling into your second term as governor in a different way than your first term as governor? How do you view your role now, you know, as opposed to the way you viewed it maybe a couple of years ago? A little more fun. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, bet. In the sense that you know, I came into office and we had $2 billion deficits as far as the eye could see, and everybody was a little grumpy. And uh, four years later, we're talking about um, tax cuts and how much more money to put in education. So it's um, we're in a better place, and that makes the job uh, you know, pretty good. We're working well with the legislature. They're very constructive, and um, I think we're going to get a good budget done on time. Governor Ned Lamont, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure to chat with you, and uh, thank you for the job that you're doing. Uh, the 61% approval rating is a, is, a pretty, is a pretty nice vote of support, you know, for somebody who's already in office. Uh, people are tough when it comes to these surveys. To say they like any politician at all is uh, usually a pretty hard sell, so congrats to you, and thanks for coming back. I hope it means the they're happy about the great state of Connecticut. Thanks, Lisa. We love living here. Thank you so much, Governor Ned Lamont on the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.